10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Uh, I be the same dude, used to wake up playing GameCube. Whatever game we playing, man, I can't lose. Can't choose what game system to use. Like saying who better, Ken or you. You love BGs, oh yeah, girl, me too. We can watch anime all day and skip school. Young legend, rap taking to a new level. New medals for young kings who don't settle. In the crib with my big bro playing Nintendo. I will never let go, gotta keep it red. Got every single color joystick for the six bow. I will never let Cowboys, that's what I say. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Yeah. That's what I say. That's what I say. How about them Cowboys? I say fuck the Cowboys still. This is the Orange Phoenix Morning Show. I am your host, Earth Smack the Mad Scientist. And it's Mr. Cowboy himself, Thanos Rick. Man. <laughs> First of all, first of all, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who did they beat? They didn't beat nobody. They didn't beat nobody. They beat the Eagles. The, the Eagles. What, what were they doing? What was the Eagles doing? Nothing. Nada. Zip. They wasn't doing anything. They just played a scrimmage. That's all they did. They played a scrimmage. Well, E, listen, congrats on your win against Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know, let's talk. Let's talk about more important matters. I can, yeah, there you go. I can say the same about that too. Who the fuck is Pittsburgh? I can say that too. Let's be fair. I can't say that about Pittsburgh. Honestly, yes, I can. Yes, can. I can. Because yeah. I, Pittsburgh has way more wins against Cincinnati than Cincinnati has against Pittsburgh. I'm and not honestly. Talking, even, I ain't talking about that. Even, they even, suck. <laughs> <laughs> they suck. <laughs> I mean. I mean, they, in my eyes, they always have sucked. Even when they won the Super Bowl, they always sucked to me. But I'm just saying, you there's no excuses. 
It's always the next man up if you're injured. I'm not taking that excuse. Oh, we was injured. Nah, nah. My guys can be injured. I ain't going to have that same excuse. But you know who wasn't injured? The Philadelphia Eagles. There wasn't nobody like key injuries out there. They were just straight dumpster juice. They played like the Jets. That's how they played. Yeah. That's, that's how they played. Yeah. Pittsburgh don't have no excuse. They got no excuse. They got their ass whipped by us. Whipped. Listen, it was a good weekend for football. I enjoyed it. Uh huh. So, hey, man, you know, Cowboys, Cowboys might go the distance this year. They just no, might. they are not. They just no, might. they're not. Don't even put that out there in the atmosphere. Every but, time people say that, they get their ass beat. You know what? Beat the Rams. Maybe I'll say. Maybe I'll say differently. Well, beat that's the not, Rams. That that ain't happening. But <laughs> beat the Chiefs. Well, that that might can happen. That might can happen. Beat Tampa. Oops. Listen, I'm 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 looking at their schedule now. They, they got the Panthers next. That's gonna be a good one. That's gonna be a good one. Um, Panthers are undefeated. They look good. Sam Darnold playing good. You know, we'll see. Um, we'll see. Okay, so far, who is Carolina beat? Uh hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on. It escapes me. It escapes me. Hold on. They beat the Texans. They beat uh-huh. they beat Trash. the Saints. Ah, that was a good one. And he beat the Jets. So they beat one credible team out of three. Hey, man, they're, they're undefeated. They're undefeated. They, they beat New Orleans. But Houston and the Jets? They're Houston sure. is in turmoil right now. They, they just, they in, they're in, uh, in, in the Blitzkrieg, man. They're, they're, out, they're out here. They're still undefeated. They're still True. Undefeated. You, can't deny the un, you, can't, you can't deny that. Exactly. So I mean, Cowboys. I mean, they'll the Cowboys will have their hands tied now. Luckily for them, they're playing in at AT and T, so they do have yeah, home they're playing in Dallas. Dallas. They're playing in Dallas, but either way, it will be a good game. Now that Chiefs game, you know, that's not until November. That can go either way. The Raiders game that might be a loss. Uh, Saints, we'll see. I don't know. They 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 might can go the distance with this schedule. They might can make the playoffs. Well, Kansas. Well, no, no, no. In no doubt, like, I, I feel like Dallas will make the playoffs because they're, they're. First of all, their division is soft. Yeah, soft. Yeah, that's. Uh, uh, they got a soft ass division. So I mean, if they don't even make the playoffs, that, that just makes it even worse on Dallas. So I mean, they, that is damn near a no brainer for Dallas to make the playoffs. Damn near no brainer. Like, your it, your schedule e. You have the you have the Jags next. That should be a win. That's Thursday. Green Bay. That's probably going to be a loss. Mm, I don't know about all that, but okay. We are last time we played Green Bay, we beat them. I mean, and I think Aaron, that was a night game, actually. I mean, Aaron Aaron might be a little motivated this season. We'll see. It was we'll Aaron Rodgers too, and a full roster. We did beat them last. Hey, time. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm just saying. The Lions. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, actually, I'm going to be at that game. Okay. Yeah, I, I will be at that game. Um, myself, Queen, and DJ, we're going to be at that game, and I'll be at it in full regalia, full okay. Bengals. Stuff, okay. so I will be there for that game. Yeah. I mean, listen, Detroit is. It... You know what? Let's let's <laughs> let's let, 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 let us, let's not speak on it. Again, that can go either way. Detroit, no, I don't not. know. Lost, I don't know. Uh, they lost to a sixty-six yard. Field. They did. Oh, they did. It was a what? it was a crazy thing ending. You there know. was no worse loss than that, man. A record was broken against you. Hey, man. Speaking of which, no. y'all played the Ravens right after that. We so the Ravens right after another division game, which we are at top of our division. I mean, the Jets—that's a point. win. 
the Browns, the Browns may beat you guys. E. They just um, might beat you. You know, I say fuck the Browns because uh, last time we played the Browns, I believe we beat them too. Okay. The Raiders is up next. Yeah, might be a win. Pittsburgh, that's a win for you guys. Chargers, that might be a loss for you guys. That might be a tough I, one because uh, I, I, I'll put it like this. Justin Herbert's playing out of, out of his mind. Uh, <laughs> as he should. As he should. The 49ers. Now, as as Kansas City and Dallas, it's about who's going to score more because defense on Kansas City is atrocious. Well, let's, 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 let, let's go through it. The Niners, that's a loss for y'all. The Broncos. Uh, I don't know about that one. The, oh, Broncos is, the Broncos is a win. Ravens a loss. Chiefs, we'll see. Browns, loss. You really questioning our defense, man. Like, <laughs> you, you really is questioning our defense. I mean, <laughs> you really did we did, did we not stop? Did we not stop one of the top five rushes in the league to under one hundred yards the first game? Like nobody, nobody really broke out in a run at any point in these first three games that we have played. Might I add, uh, Joe Burrow did not get sacked not one time last week. Not one time. I hear you. On top of all that, I don't know. Zach Taylor just gave the, gave some of the reins to Joe Burrow and said, "Hey, you know what? Call some plays out there on the field. I, I trust you or whatever." This dude actually ran. I was scared. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was scared that somebody's gonna pop him in the leg, and that was it. But he opened up the playbook a little bit. You know, Jamar Chase. I thought the mofo couldn't catch. I try to tell people, I try to tell people, Jamar Chase is just playing around in training in preseason. That's all he's doing. Because if I am a prolific wide receiver and I have got receptions out the ass, why would I out, Why would I be out here showing my ass off to only get double team the first week? No. I'm going to play like ass in preseason and in training. That way, you're going to give me soft coverage because once I cut loose, I cut loose. Touchdown every game. Okay. All right. I'm just saying, man. I knew I, I knew what he was doing. Players I, do that. I still don't have you beating the Browns or the Ravens, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It's we'll the see. Browns, man. We'll it's see. the Browns. We'll see. And the, the Niners, Browns. the Niners, you know, Kyle Shanahan. I like, I like Kyle. Hey. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You we know. say lost a game they should have won, honestly. They play soft coverage at the end of the game. Which that, that, I thought that was just asinine. I, I don't know why that was a – why that was a. I don't know who called those defensive plays. Hey, man. But they should have stopped them, honestly. They really did. They should have they stopped that team. There should have been a win for them. And, I, I mean, I like San Francisco. I used to do. I really do like the Niners. I love watching the Rams play. I think I just like the stadium that they're in. Well, the, the SoFi Rams, Stadium is just phenomenal. The Rams are the favorites to win the Super Bowl. That that's what they have at this moment in time. After that, yeah. after that beating they gave to Tampa Bay, which I didn't see that coming. But hey, the Rams look good. I was always a fan of Matt Stafford. You know, I know people blamed him when he was with Detroit, but to those idiots who said that, it's fucking Detroit. So hey, Matt Stafford, UGA alum. That's my guy. He went to the Rams. Now he's balling out of control. So something about these teams, man. The teams are trash. Detroit, the Jets, Jacksonville, Chicago. Matt Nagy getting fired because that that those plays he ran for Justin Fields was just atrocious. They are calling for his head in Chicago. And I hope they get it, too. I hope they get it. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, you know, you know. But I digress. Anyway, moving on. E, did you see the Stranger Things teaser trailer? Did you see it? Uh, I did not see the trailer yet. Tell, tell me about it, Thanos. What, what we got, man? What we got? Well, in the beginning, the setting is like, I want to say maybe the 50s, the 40s or the 50s. And you see this family, I guess, moving in a home or something. I don't know. But, there, but there's something wrong with the home. I'm paraphrasing right now. Um, but you see a couple of shots of like lighting issues going on inside the home and a lot of eerie things going on inside the home and you know it skips forward to the kids that we know from Stranger Things they're in you the mean same. like the haunted house well, yeah they're in the same home you know now of course with these teaser trailers you really don't know what the hell's going on it's just a, it's just you know scenes put together you know right. to, build, to build suspense you know mm-hmm. so to kind of bring it together, you know, the father of that family back in the 50s, you see him standing like near a clock or something and his children are dead, like on the ground dead. We don't know what happened. They're just there. and He's just standing there, just standing with his back uh-huh. turned, you know, to the camera. And then, you you know, fast forward, the kids are walking through the home, trying to figure out what's going on, maybe haunted. It may be a gateway to the upside down. We don't know. But I get the feeling as though this has been an issue since the 50s. And they might explore it, you know, in this season four. You know, again, it's a teaser. They didn't really give or show a whole lot. But, you know, I'm excited for it. I think this might be the best season yet of Stranger Things. And we'll have to wait until 2022. But that is the trailer. You can see it now on YouTube whenever you get a chance. So, Okay. Now, with this fourth season, this is the fourth season, right? This is the fourth season. Is this the final season? The fifth one might be the final. The fifth one might be the final. Yes. Okay. 2022. We ain't got much longer than 2022, so I, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. But I, guess. I think, it's, I think it's, it's too much of a gap, though, between three and four, because usually it'd be like a year apart. It's like the next year, the next year, the next year. Well, strange, well this one, you know, with COVID, there, there's been a couple of delays. Um, so they had to push production back, you know, so... But I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's COVID, so nothing much you can right. do about that. But 2022, my guess, it'll drop around spring and springtime, you know. Um, but I mean, it'll be good. It'll be worth the wait. I mean, okay. Stranger Things is one of the one of the best shows on television right now. So, I mean, well, I, yeah. I think I can't I, say right now because it's not playing. It's just the older stuff playing. But I get well, what you're saying, though. Well, I mean, as as far as like the franchise, just the show itself, I think Str- Stranger Things as a show, as a franchise, it, it is one of the best things on television right now, hands down. Oh yeah, yeah. no doubt. It's it's like a perfect so, blend of uh, nostalgia and storyline. So exactly, exactly. So you know, it don't like bombard you with a whole bunch of crap. But right. I mean, it, it's really good though. But definitely look out for that. Um, Netflix because Netflix had their to dumb you know to dumb event you know so now you, you you're starting to see these streaming platforms these, these companies do their own presentation events and of course Netflix had theirs it's called to dumb and that's where the Stranger Things season four trailer pr- premiered they also wow. premiered Cobra Kai season four as well that hell season. yeah hell yeah now E did you watch that Terry Silver you saw it okay okay I'm glad you saw it. I'm glad you thought. 
So, yeah, third circle is coming. Um, in the trailer, you see him punching the punching bag, so he's training for something. I don't know what it. I don't know what exactly, but he's training to kick some ass. Yeah, man. Do. Yeah, man. So, I mean, Cobra Kai's been good. Um, I just hope it doesn't get dull. How? It can't. Can't. Well, with with you have to keep the excitement going. So now you have, you know, the Cobra Kai guys and, you know, Danny. Like, okay, everyone's teaming up against, yeah. you know, um, what's my man's name? Uh, oh, what is his name? The villain, the old guy. Damn it. Crease. Crease. So, yeah. you know, he, he, he is the, the, the big bad, you know, and then you have Terry Silver coming. So it's like, okay. So you got Terry and Crease. What is this? I mean, it's, it's it's weird because the the dynamic b- between the kids is weird because yeah. it's not like sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Like there's there's really no clear definition of the of the kids. Well, you know, I, 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 I followed it pretty well um, as far as the transition because I mean, honestly, the most dynamic of the all of all of them is the one that got bullied the most and then now he's wearing a mohawk and now he has confidence but his confidence kind of like is dialed up to 11 to the point where it's going to his head so now he's coming back down a notch he's like ah oh, man i'm really like losing my friends over this crap so you know it, it, it's really typical teenage stuff you know identity i want to say you know uh, identity crisis or anything like that it's just like finding your identity and that's basically what the, what the teenagers are doing. It's just finding your identity, but add martial arts in the mix. That's basically what it is. I mean, you well, really you know, think about it. Well, you know how, how they're going to end it. They're probably going to bring old girl back from the original. Uh, to the next Karate Kid? Her? Yeah, probably. Is it Hillary Swank? Did Hillary Swank play that? I think that's her name. Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, I mean it, hey, they're probably gonna, they're probably going to bring her back in. I mean, I'm I'm just assuming, but I mean, it, it would make sense. You're bringing everyone else back. Why not get her? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, exactly. Why not? I mean, that's probably how they're going to end it because I mean, you you can't really carry this for too long. I mean, because how far how far how long can you tell this story? There's only uh, you, there's you only so much you, you can do. Yeah, you can't tell it forever, but. Okay. I mean, I'm enjoying the ride so far. I mean, I'm cool with, you know, with at least two more seasons. And I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? But or, or at least this season here, maybe the final one. I don't know. But I've enjoyed every single season, like to to a T, yeah. you know, because it's a it's a perfect little blend because it's like a mixture of coaches. You know, you kind of got like the council coach up in there, you know, um, you know, kids being a little overly sensitive and, you know, trying to toughen kids up, stuff like that. I don't think I haven't I don't think I've shown uh, DJ that I think I should introduce him to Cobra Kai. But I got to have him watch Karate Kid first, you know, Karate Kid part one, two and three to have him understand what what is going on versus if he wants to watch it, you know what I'm saying? But. But still, yeah, man, I'm I'm excited about that. Was there any other like standout premieres? Because I I know Cobra Kai. You said Stranger Things. Was there any other ones? Um, they released a trailer for The Sandman, huh. which which I, which I haven't seen yet. But I'm I'm hearing good things about The Sandman. I have to check out that trailer. 
um, sometime today. So, okay. Um, other than that, nothing that really st- that stood out to me, you know, besides those. But well, I know lately, uh, recently, now in a few years, it says Marvel may lose the rights to major characters such as Spider Man, Iron Man, Black Widow, and more. <laughs> <laughs> due to copyrights <laughs> on those characters <laughs> it's inspiring oh, shit yeah marvel studios has dominated the global box office thanks to creation of the mcu that began with iron man in 08 but each mcu film is an extension of a character that first created by writers editors and artists as marvel comics and therein lies a problem for disney the copyright revision act of 1976 asserts that copyright ownership should revert back to the original creator 60 years after a character or a story's creation for many marvel characters that deadline is rapidly approaching writer and artist larry lieber who is also the late stan lee's brother filed a lawsuit against the walt disney uh company to regain rights to iron man thor and ant-man all of which he co-created several other creators soon joined him including the estate of steve ditko the co-creator of spider-man and dr strange the estate of don heck co-creator of black widow and hawkeye the heirs of Don Rico, co-creator of Black Widow, and the heirs of Gene Colan, co-creator of Blade, Falcon, and Carol Danvers. Now, Disney is fighting to retain copyright ownership of these characters and has filed countersuits in response, claiming that the 1976 Act does not apply in these cases. Instead, they argue that this work was done under work, under work for higher contracts, which would mean Marvel is actually the original owner of these characters. Interestingly, the last lawsuit of this uh, ilk in which Jack Kirby's estate sued Disney over the copyrights for X-Men, Spider-Man, and so on, a federal court ruled that Kirby's work constituted as a work for hire. But then in 2014, the case went to the Supreme Court and Disney quickly settled out of court. So while there is precedent for this type of work being considered work for hire, there's still a gray area and Disney could lose if a new court does, doesn't fall in line with the previous Kirby case. In that case, Disney could lose the copyright ownership of several characters by 2023 or shortly thereafter. Wait, wait, now, <laughs> this is interesting. This is very interesting. Contracts, contracts and copyrights. <sighs> you know, it... And you know what? I, I I I did read up on this story. And to be honest with you, I don't think the estates, you know, did go and Stan Lee. I, I don't think their goal is to end the MCU because I've been seeing a lot of chatter. People are con- people are worried. They're scared that, hey, th- this is the end of the MCU. We're not going to get any more movies. Blase, 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 blase. No, I don't think the estates are going to want to just end the MCU. If anything, they're going to want to cut the profits. As they should. If, if, if anything. And you know what? I'm cool with that. I don't I don't really, you know what I'm saying? I mean, a deal can be worked out. Yeah. You can work it out. It's just now the, the, the families, the states, they want, you know, profit off of, you know, their fathers or whatever creations. I mean, that's it. I get it. I get it. Now, Disney, of course, being stingy, don't want to share any of the profits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I don't... If it's mine. I don't... I don't know how this is going to turn out because, I mean, e, that's that's a lot of characters. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, 
you know, if they lose, then hey, Disney, hey, don't have to cut them in. I mean, it's fine. It's, it's, it's not that big of a deal. Now, the issue is, well, how much of the profit are they going to want? That's another story. That's another yeah, story. That, that's you another story, right. But, you know, again, any, any deal can be worked out. It's just how you play it. So Disney, I mean, hell, I can, I can imagine they have the best lawyers in, in the whole world. So they'll try to, you know, get this off of them. But, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I don't Here's know. Here's the thing, man. Either way, Disney wouldn't have this chunk of change, this huge chunk of change, if it wasn't for the creators of these said characters. Give them their money and keep it pushing. And not like you're broke. Like I'm saying, this this isn't the end of the MCU. The MCU will still continue on because I do not believe that the states want the MCU to end. It's too much money involved, E. It's too much money. It's just they want their, you know, a cut, a share. So, you know. Like, did they just build a freaking uh, Marvel, is uh, a Marvel section at Disney, like in California? Didn't they just finish that? I, I believe so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you already got money invested in this shit. So, like, it didn't occur to you, like, I'm, you know, I'm talking to Disney. It didn't occur to you at no point that the creators or the family of these creators are going to come at you like, yo, where's my cut? As they sit at home looking at these characters that my dad or my mom created, and I got zero dollars because of it. Bullshit. You're gonna give me my cut. Give me five percent. Hey, I ain't even greedy. Give me five percent. Give me five percent. And I'm cool. But obviously, you know, they're gonna ask for more, but I mean, it's only right, though, because if these people didn't create these characters, there will be no MCU. There will be no extra Disney part. There will be no Marvel's What If. There will be no... Hell, there probably won't even be a Disney Plus because, honestly, a good chunk of Disney Plus is Marvel shit. And people just got Disney Plus to watch Marvel shit and Star Wars, too. But, you know. Well, I mean, uh, again, it's... We'll just have to see how it plays out. I mean, Disney can say, well, hey, this or Marvel can say, well, hey, this was done under work for hire. I mean, they've, yeah. ar- they've already argued that. But, you know, one of those cases, Disney, Marvel had to settle out of court. So s- something gave. I don't know what, but there was a settlement out of court. We'll see. Let's quickly finish. Let's quickly settle that. I mean, and I understand the legalities of it, because when you talk to when you talk about the legalities of the situation, excuse me, of the situation. You know, Disney is in the right because, you know, they crossed their T's and dotted their I's. But now, you, you know, I find it funny and ironic since this whole Black Widow thing, you know, Scarlett Johansson came about. Now these lawsuits start to surface a little bit more. Because the, the whole thing kind of like died. I wouldn't say died out, but it kind of phased, phased away a little bit. And then once that was done, then you got Marvel creators wanting to cut. They said on they're doing lawsuits and stuff. So this I don't think this is the last of we hearing of a lawsuit coming Disney way when it comes to Marvel. No, people want their money, you know, and people and you, you know how it goes. More money, more problems. More that's money, more is. problems. That's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? Biggie so, said it. Hey, I mean it, it, it is what it is, he is we'll we'll see how Disney responds. We don't know, but I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But again, this will not be the end of the MCU. So I don't think people should worry about that. People shouldn't worry about that. No, it, it, it's definitely not the end of the MCU. Um, 
it just means like they, you know, they just want to cut it the profits. Now, speaking of Marvel, now uh, I know people been asking about the comic classifieds. So uh, we will announce a date for the comic classifieds. Uh, now, uh, for the subscribers to the magazine on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix. So if you are a subscriber, um, we're gonna give you the comic classifieds. That is your. That's gonna be your exclusive. Because just to show appreciation for you guys for subscribing to the magazine, you will get that exclusive comic classified episode, and that comic classified episode will be a visual type type deal. So if you are a subscriber on Patreon or you support other Patreon, you will get that in your five dollar column. So not only you get the magazine, but you do get those exclusive uh, shows that myself and Thanos Ray is going to do, and we may have a special guest here and here and there. So you will get that. So and who knows you know, you get, you get what you pay for? And who knows that first episode? You know we might do Wonder Twins first episode. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but why? <laughs> but why? But, but why? <laughs> why? Why? Why would we even do that, man? Uh, why would we even do that? Uh, but, but you know, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, who me? <laughs> <laughs> you don't boo the Wonder Twins, E. We never boo the Wonder Twins. We, we will do a, a Wonder Twins uh, episode. Though. We will do a comics uh, classifieds or declassified with uh, with the Wonder Twins at some point. Now, also for the listeners, I found a gem on YouTube. Thanos Rick. What'd you find? So, as you know, back in the 90s, uh, you know, Americans like to Americanize things. When it comes to Japanese shows, to make it more appealing for kids, even though they clearly the adults was making these decisions, and of course kids were gravitating to it, but you know you could have just asked kids, you know, or whatever. But anyway, you know, like get stuff like Power Rangers, right? Power Rangers is Japanese. It just went by a different name. I think it was Super Sentai, if I'm yes. not mistaken. Yes. And uh, and Super Sentai was actually a little bit more violent, yes. but. It, and they actually Americanized it. And, you know, of course, VR Troopers, that was another one. But I found another gem. Because, you know, after Power Rangers, you know, they did a, a couple of the spinoffs from other stuff. You know, VR Troopers was on UPN. You remember that? Yes. I found Superhuman Samurai and the Cyber Squad on YouTube. Every single episode. In order. I found that yesterday. On YouTube? It's on YouTube every single episode with Matthew Lawrence and Tim Curry. Yes, that super human samurai and the cyber squad. It's on YouTube right now. Really? Huh. Yes, it is. Episode one through thirty nine. Jesus. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I watched. I watched the episode and a half, man. Like on the way, on the way home. I really did. And I'm now to educate the masses here. Now that's not really the name. Servo. Well, you know, Servo was the main character's name with Matthew Lawrence. But in all actuality, it's Gridman. Gridman is actually the name of it. And uh, I will now, not for October, but for November, I will be writing a column on Superhuman Samurai and the Cyber Squad and um, SSS, you know, uh, S.Gridman as well. So I'm going to give you like a you know, blast from the past and give you some insights on Superhuman Samurai and the Cyber Squad. But I, I'm, I'm enjoying it, though. I'm enjoying. It. Tim Curry made that show, and now if I gave it a second look, hands down the best actor on that show. Hmm. I mean, he was a uh, Killer Khan. 
he was the main villain. And and Malcolm was like what probably like one of the biggest cop blockers of the 90s. This man here literally literally he he uploaded a virus and sent it to the police station while um Matthew Lawrence's character was going out with Jennifer the, his crush and they went out to the drive-in movie theater and when he went to go get popcorn the police showed up and arrested Jennifer looking for him because he didn't want that date to go down you know what lengths you got to go to to put a virus in the police station for innocent people to get arrested and tried like they had this dude for international terrorism for assault and battery for parking tickets for attempted battery they had a they had a long rap sheet for this man just to just to stop a date. That's craziness. That's crazy. I'm gonna have to beat his ass. I, I, would, I would definitely have to beat his ass. Like bump the, go, bump going to the computer world. I'm gonna just find you in real life and beat your ass with the vendors. BC says I just saw a picture of Tim Curry the other day. Had no clue he had a stroke ten years ago in in his wheelchair. I had no clue neither. Dang, that's that's new information there. No, me neither. Jesus, I did not know that. I'm sorry to hear he, that. Yeah, sorry to hear that. Well, yeah, he's he's a phenomenal actor, but he definitely created, he made that show. It's certain people that, you know, when you have like those kids shows, there are like a veteran actor or two that make that show better. Um, Top Gun asks, "Is G Force was Gotcha Man correct?" Yes, it it was Gotcha Man. It was definitely G Force. Yes, G Force was also violent. That was like um, Tatsunoko. Like corporation with those guys, but anyway, we got some more. Uh, oh, you about to say something, Rick? No, nah, I just, I just think it's funny. Um, you mentioned the the Power Rangers, and, and well, the violence. People forget how violent Power Rangers was because I don't think people knew, or maybe they do know. But you know, they would they took the Japanese footage and they incorporated with the American footage. So all the fights, so all the fight scenes, of course, were you know Japanese, but those Japanese scenes were still violent. <laughs> you know, so you know that that it just, it just brings me back because, of course, if you if you see a monster and he, you know, he's he's fighting the Red Ranger or whatever, and you see him slashing his chest, and then you see a whole bunch of sparks flying out. Of course, that's that's supposed to you know be the blood, but it sparks. You remember that? It was just it'll be like sparks yeah. or whatever. Yeah, is that oh, sparks on the chest? Right, right, right. I mean, it, you know, that was. Now I don't know if those scenes are still there. Yeah, they're still there. They're still there, like on Netflix. Okay, okay. Yeah, those scenes and they, they even edit that stuff. So I mean, it wasn't even violent back. Then. I mean, yeah, of course you got to fight martial arts I mean, and all it, that other crap. But I mean, it was still a little violent. I mean, it, it for what it was, it was still a little violent. It was, but it, it but because there were monsters and good guys, it didn't really matter. But it was still, you know, violent. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm not saying anything's wrong with it, but. You know, I, it just it just takes me back. Takes me back. You know. Yeah, man, got got to rewatch it, man. Got got to rewatch it, man. I, well, I'm trying, I'm trying to watch Super Sentai. I'm trying to do it, but since I watch, it's one of the things where I it's some stuff like I watched in my childhood. I can't really like rewatch. Technically, um, for some reason, Superhuman Samurai kind of grabbed my attention. Not you know, because I watched a little bit of Gridman last night, but. We'll see. Now, um, also last night um, was WWE's Raw, and Raw has gotten better. Um, I think mainly because of the competition. 
that is out there. And the show started with Big E and Bobby Lashley, and it ended with Big E and Bobby Lashley in a steel cage, of course. And the Hurt Business is back together once again. So uh, it was a it was a, actually a pretty good show yesterday. Pretty good show. Hard-hitting show. Now, the draft is coming in like three, four days. So people are going to get moved around. You know, so I don't know where Bobby's going to go. I don't know if Bobby's going to stay on Raw. I don't know if he's going to move to SmackDown. I don't know if New Day going to get split again. Um, Don't know. Why would they do a draft now? Uh, well, okay. So the thing, so it was going to be a draft either way. And Big E was going to get drafted over to Raw. And that he was going to cash in at some point. But I think they just pulled it early because of the, you know, I think because of AEW. So they pulled it early, but, you know, obviously the payoff was just as big as waiting it out anyway. Because everybody loves Big E. Nobody hates this man. And he honestly can potentially be bigger than Roman Reigns, honestly, when it comes to being the face. Because everybody likes him. So um, the draft was coming either way. I think they prolonged the date, but you know, usually the the draft comes like after WrestleMania. But I think right now they have to shake things up and they have to move people around to for stuff to keep to stay fresh. Now I think that's why they're doing it this early now before Survivor Series. Um, I don't know, man. Is is why don't they just do a draft with the NXT guys? Like, um, that's that's a possibility though. They, they, I don't think NXT is not exempt. But again, you remember what you remember? NXT 2.0 is like a a development type of situation now. It's not the old NXT that we know. So well, I, just, I just I just never understood. I never understood. Like I, I get moving wrestlers around who are already established yeah. between the you know whatever. But if you're gonna have like a draft, you know, in the in the in the like a draft, I would think, well, hey, let's let's get some of the new guys. Into the big leagues. Well, they should have did that with NXT a long time ago. Well, you they're know? doing it. I mean, uh, when you, Damon Priest. Damon Priest is a new acquisition from NXT. He's a United States champ. Yeah, I don't know about and that. And a fighting champ at that. I think his match was like one of the best matches on the card last night, to be honest. Again, same. I don't know about that guy, but that's that's just me personally. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, it would it would make more sense to to just draft from NXT since NXT is not a main roster promotion. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But it's good that Vince and those guys are you know starting to pick up a little bit steam. You know, with, with what's going on, and I mean, and just going you know to you B seats. Yeah, I've, I've been seeing the same thing too. You know, with Big E. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know what that that's about because, of course, you know, Drew McIntyre is now back in the fold. So, you know, they may have a, you know, a run with Drew and Big E and yeah, we'll if see. If Drew don't get drafted. If Drew don't get drafted. But, I mean, I don't know. It, 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 it goes back to my original question that I asked you maybe a show or two ago. How long do you think Big E's going to remain champion? Uh, I think he's going to be champion for, for a long time, actually. He is not losing that belt no time soon. Well, I think he's going to hold that past WrestleMania. I think he's going to retain at WrestleMania, matter of fact. 
We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll I, see. I really do think he's going to hold that title for a while because honestly, as far as he's he's generating numbers as far as ratings go, you're not going to have him just drop that title after cashing in on Bobby Lashley and beating Bobby Lashley in the steel cage. You, mm-hmm. you know, you just mm-hmm. just like I just like I was saying, Bobby's done with Big E. Now he has to worry about Goldberg. So Bobby's out the pitch at this point. So what do you do with Bobby? No, Bobby's in a program with Goldberg. That no one really cares about. That's good. Uh, that's well, good. it's no title. It's no title. That's so good. now, now it's a little bit more investment in it now because there's no title on the line. So now you don't know who's going to win this match technically. So now there's a little bit of interest in it, and because of the whole son being attacked dynamic, it makes it a little bit more interesting. But if Bobby was a champion then it's a little bit more predictable as far as who's going to win. But now, nobody's champ. It's just a personal, it's personal. Okay. And so yeah. BC said they're building Big E as weak compared to Bobby. Think about it. He has one clean against Bobby. Yes. He, yeah, he did it last night. Yeah, he, he did the big ending off the second rope with yeah. Bobby in the yeah. cage and beat him in the middle of the ring. One, two, three. No interference. Yeah, they're yeah, they're not they're not billing him as weak. I mean, Big E is very strong, very strong. Yeah. It's just now well, it, 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 it's, it's now you you. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you you have to find opponents that are suitable for Big E. Yeah. Now you know what I'm saying like, okay, what what storyline can we do? Is is Drew McIntyre it? We'll see. You know what I'm saying? If I mean, I don't. E, I I just don't trust Vince. And creative, you know, I can honestly see Big E losing that title at Survivor Series. I can see that happening. I can't. I can't. I, I, I'm more likely to see Roman dropping the title before WrestleMania than Big E. I don't think so because Roman is Roman. I, I think Roman is a bigger WrestleMania draw than Big E. And that's nothing against Big E. I think Roman is is just a bigger draw for a, for a WrestleMania event. Right. I mean now. It, it, and BC, to BC, what BC was saying, well, in, in actuality, Bobby is the heel. So naturally, he's going to be billed as the stronger guy than E because he's a he's a face. So, you know, I think it's, it's around the lines of just building emotion. So when he gets, you know, beat up or whatever the case may be, um, Big E do comes back with suplexes out the ass and everything else. Because with the triple threat match, the, the dominating force in that triple threat was Bobby. Second, it was Big E. And then Roman was really taking most of the beating, you know, in, in all honesty. So I think, yeah, I think Roman versus Drew will probably happen. Um, Bobby and Brock probably will happen after Brock and Roman. Uh, because I think very early in the year, Drew and Roman was teased. But they never really, like, you know, they went to blows before. But not this version of Roman Reigns. You know, uh, Drew was a heel then. And I think it was Drew, Bobby, and Baron Corbin, if I am mistaken. But if we, uh, if, if Bobby and Brock go at it, then there has to be a title on the line. You just can't have those two wrestle just to wrestle. I don't yes, think you that's. Can. Yes, you I, can. I don't think. You don't need no belt. You don't need I don't no belt think, for them two to fight. People just want them to fight. They don't need I, no belt. I don't think Vince is going to pull that trigger. Me personally. Well, okay. So 
<laughs> okay, so Vince never pulled the trigger with staying in and Taker, right? But he got Roman Reigns there. He, somebody's going to beat Roman for that title, obviously, eventually. And Big E's going to be champion for a minute. But honestly, people just want Bobby and Brock to face each other. We don't give a shit if it's on it's a bet on the line or not. We just want them to face each other. That's all we want to see. It's kind of it's kind of like staying in Undertaker. We just want them to see, you just wanted them to face each other because of the, the mystique both of them carry. But we never got it. So I don't think a belt is really needed. It's some matches that just don't need a belt. Some people just don't need a belt to define them. And Bobby and Brock is those people. It was nice to see Bobby with that title on it, around his waist, though, because it was well-deserved. Well, I mean, I'm just saying the, the, the title just amplifies everything. You know, I mean, I, I hear you, but I think having, having, having something on the line, the stakes are higher. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, Brock is already and facing, like facing Bobby Roman and Brock, that crown jewel for that title. So it's kind of like... You think about it. You think about it. We, we've been wanting Brock and Bobby for a very, 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 very long time. For years. So if I'm going to set this match, I have to make one of them champion. That's just to amplify the stakes. That's just to make the draw bigger. You have to make I, this... I, up, 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 you have to make this match a bigger deal than how you're putting it out there. You can't just have these two guys just... It, it has it got to be bigger than that because we waited for so long. Something has to be on the line Something has to be at stake. A champion has to be crowned between those two individuals. It's 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 a better story. And I, and, better I, story. and I get you, but they, they had an opportunity and they didn't take that opportunity. Bobby was champion, but Brock showed up on SmackDown. So they already had an opportunity. So that's why I think, even though you're right, yeah, you know, with a title online, the stakes can be higher and all that. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're just going to face each other and that's just going to be it. Now, I think that's the reality of it. That's what ended up happening because you had an opportunity already because Bobby was champion for a minute and Brock showed up. You know, he chose to go the Roman way, which which in technically speaking has a little bit of a deeper story now that Paul Heyman's involved. But I don't doubt, I think Bobby and the Hurt business is going to SmackDown. I think that's what's going to end up happening. I'm I I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I think Bobby's going to SmackDown, and, and I think that would be dope if Roman stays on SmackDown. Yeah, that would be a good story. You have to hurt business against um, you know the the, the bloodline. You know that that would be dope. That would be dope. That would be dope. Yeah, see how Survivor Series plays out, man. We, we got to see how. I mean, would it would it go back to the, you know, SmackDown versus Raw deal? You know how they're going to do that, but we'll see. We'll see. And also, now for the listeners out there, now the Dungeons and Dragons team has announced that the next iteration of the tabletop fantasy RPG will debut in 2024. Now, for you Dungeons and Dragons fans out there, now re- revealed at D&D Celebration 2021, the next iteration of Dungeons and Dragons, though not officially named as D&D 6E, will launch with new versions of the core rule books coincided with D&D's 50th anniversary. Earlier this year, um, to quote, we began to work on the next evolution of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, that's by executive producer Ray Winnegar during the Future of D&D panel. Now, where they also outline new source books focusing on both classic and brand new settings, game settings. 
Now, Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft, or 2019's Everrun, rises from the last war coming in 2022 and 2023. Uh, so, now, Winnegar says the new rule set will still be compatible with the 5th edition books and supplements and will be largely designed based on community feedback for 5E. Now, we really, really appreciate that feedback, um, Winnegar said, continuing, we're doing our best to give you the version of the game that you really want. Now, where there, while there weren't many concrete details discussed during the D&D Live panel, apart from that there may be a digital component or a supplement involved, it sounds like we can expect a lot more information about what to expect once the team is a little further along in the development process next year. For you D&D players out there. You know what, Thanos Rick? I haven't, uh, haven't really played d and I've seen people play it, but I never really liked, Bro, played it. I've never played that game before in my life. Never. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ditto. Ditto. I've never played a game before in my life. I, I never really understood the fascination with it. And of course, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's a big thing. I mean, they even had a movie or two about it. I get it. I Marlon just, Wayans, of course. Marlon Wayans yeah. was in that one. I'm not going to speak on that, but I just, <laughs> never, I, just, I just never understood the fascination with D&D. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe someone can tell me, I don't know, B-Seat's Top Gun. Somebody can tell me what is so special about this. You know what I'm saying? Help me understand this D&D shit because I, I really don't. I don't understand it. Well, well, with D&D, um, it's kind of like you're telling us, if, correct me if I'm wrong, you're telling a story, but using your imagination at the same time. So, like, if me, you, and, you know, any of our Geek Corner members is actually, like, playing, like, I'm a wizard, you know, you're an elf or a knight, and you kind of, like, read stuff out and, you know, crit points or, or whatever the case may be. So it's a it's a little complicated. I think Henry Cavill is a D&D player. Superman himself. I think there was a YouTube video out there that Henry Cavill was playing D&D and Magic the Gathering too. Like he's like a huge nerd. So so there's there's that. So I don't I don't know like okay. the ins and outs of D&D. <laughs> But I, that's the grass with it. Honestly, you kind of get a grass with that on Stranger Things, honestly, because, you know, didn't the uh, show start out with the kids playing D&D? They was yeah, playing in the they, they, they played. I mean, D&D came out, what, like in the, what, the 70s or whatever? Uh, the, like the, 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 uh, the late 70s? I mean, it's, it's an older franchise, you yeah. know. To be honest, I was, I was never really into that type of science fiction or fantasy. You know, D&D... Lord of the Rings. I was never really into it like that. Um, good stuff, but I just, I don't know. I'm just, I just, I, I don't really get it, to be honest. But, but then yeah. again, I don't see why, I, I don't see why people like Star Trek so much. Yeah, it's I'm all right. Trekkie. I'm not a Trekkie, man. <laughs> not at all. I am not a Trekkie. I am pro Star Wars all day. Yeah. 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 Wars has been fault. Team Star Wars and Star Trek. Wars have been fought. Hey, you, hey Thanos, you remember Snails, right? Snails? Uh, yeah, uh, he played by Marlon Wayans in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yo, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you seen Dungeons and Dragons. That thing came out in 2000, son. 
2000. There was a Dungeons and Dragons. There was Jeremy Irons, Marlon Wayans, Justin Whalen, Thor, Birch, Bruce Payne. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. That was terrible. <laughs> Come on, man. The movie wasn't that bad. Yes, it was. It wasn't that bad. It was awful. I'm just, I'm just, oh, man. I saw that one time. Didn't Marlon Wayne's character die? Did Snails die in that movie? I think he did. I think he did. I think he did. Yeah, I want to say he did. I think I think Snails did die in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, well. He was on his way, man. He was on his way. And didn't you have something about Teen Wolf? You said you you seen some all fair stuff. You, you know we got some Teen Wolf news too, right? E, remember I told you I was binge watching Teen Wolf. Yeah. Now, to provide a little context, Teen Wolf, of course, is, was a TV show that came out I think in 2010, 2011. It's based off of Michael J. Fox's Teen Wolf movie that came out I think 85, 86. So, yeah, roundabout. The, the show is loosely based off of that. Now, the show, which I believe went on MTV for like six seasons, um, we're actually coming out with a movie that will be streamed on Paramount Plus. Now, E, for whatever reason, when I was watching it, because I didn't watch it back then. So, I recently just got to it. You know what I'm saying? So, I got hooked. I got hooked. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. Yes, I you did. Explain it, but I was hooked on Teen Wolf. I'm like, okay. You know, the storyline is dope. You have a, a bunch of wolves, alpha, beta, fighting each other. I mean, it's 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 a, it's a really dope storyline. So now they have this movie, you know, that's coming out, and of course the fan base is still there because people have been wanting a Teen Wolf reunion between the actors and the actresses. So you know, fans have been wanting. A new Teen Wolf something forever now, and you know we had this movie coming on Paramount Plus, so things are starting to ramp up, and I think that will drop next year on Paramount Plus. So, development is now underway. Mm, yeah, and I I am excited about it. Of course you, know, you are. I get it. You know it might not be everyone's cup of tea like D and D. I get it. I get it. But hey, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna leave you with that one. Then you know, because Teen Wolf, you was on that heavy. Heavy. I was. I was. You've been watching the heck out of that thing, man. I was. I mean, it's now, you know how you watch something to eat and you know you, you're hooked. You don't know yeah. why, but you're, you're hooked on it for whatever reason. So that's that's that, that's how I was. That's how I was. So ain't nothing wrong with that, man. And you know, here's some very interesting news, man. I know Friday we talked about Super Mario Brothers, like the casting and stuff like that, right? So John Legazamo. Who played Luigi in the 1993 live action Super Mario Brothers movie voices his anger about the animated reboot's casting choices. <laughs> now, John Leguizamo, a star of the original Super Mario Brothers, has responded to the 2022 reboot's casting choices in 1980s. Nintendo released Super Mario Brothers as one of the most iconic video games of all time on the NES console. Now, the pixelated plumber Mario and his quest to save Princess Peach proved to be a huge success. You know what? It wasn't even Princess Peach. It was Princess Toadstool back in the day. Let's get that shit right. So it proved to be a huge success, one that would transition beyond gaming consoles and into movie theaters. Now, within 10 years of the video game's release, Super Mario Brothers hit the big screen in a live-action film. The movie featured the late Bob Hoskins as Mario and spawned John Leguizamo as his brother Luigi. 
Now, the movie tried to incorporate as many aspects from the game as possible, bringing cute bombs, pet dinosaurs, and a fungus while with transforming powers together. Now, while the elements have continuously proven to be a successful combination in the gaming world, they did not fare well against movie critics. Now, the movie is generally considered a flop, though it does have somewhat of a cult following. Me, decades later. Now, Nintendo executives have decided that it is officially time to revive the movie franchise, but in an animated format this time. Now, the company recently revealed, unveiled that who has chosen the voice of the characters in the reboot, and with Ligazamo adding his opinion to the mix. The actor is among many who are voicing their displeasure. He said he is glad the reboot is happening. The original Super Mario actor did not shy away from giving his opinion on social media. Now, Ligazamo blasted the movie on Twitter, criticizing the film's all-white casting that includes the no Latinx characters in lead roles. That, that's, what, that's what he's uh, angry about. So, on his Twitter... He says, uh, so glad Super Mario Brothers is getting a reboot. Obviously, it's iconic enough, but too bad they went all white. No Latin in the leads. Groundbreaking colorblinding casting in the original. Plus, I'm the I'm the only one who knows how to make this movie work script-wise. Now, Ligazamo, who was born in Colombia, did not mince words about his disapproval of the cast lack of ethnic diversity. Nintendo's recently announced that Chris Pratt and Charlie Day will voice the legendary brothers they will start alongside usernames like Jack Black, Seth Rogen, Anya Taylor-Joy, and Ligazamo continues his post by glorifying multiple aspects of 90s Super Mario Brothers. Now, he specifically called out the diversity in the original version, saying it featured groundbreaking colorblind casting before going on to say that he is the only one who knows how to make a Super Mario Brothers movie script work. What you think, Thanos Rick? You know, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of Mario. I did mention that I think last show. Uh I do understand the importance of Mario and yeah. I understand where John um is coming from with it. Uh, he makes I sense mean, though, because I mean it, it, it makes sense. Mario Brothers are Italian. I mean it, it makes sense, I get it, but at the end of the day, these writers, these ex- these executives, these creatives—they're going to cast who they want to cast. I yes. mean, you can be mad all you want, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's. I don't know what you expect them to do. I mean, it, it is what it is, you know. So, right. I mean, I get it. I I understand his displeasure with it, but you know, there's nothing you can do, John. Sorry, this 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 is the direction they took. This is where they're going with it. People are still going to, you know, spend money to see it. Hey, it is know. what it is. It is what it is, man. It is what it is, man. I mean, it's, it, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. So it is unfortunate. I didn't even thought about that until he said something, and I was like, ah, oh, that's huh. That makes makes sense. So I know with at least the '93 version of Mario Brothers, you had that that level of diversity in that film. You know, even though the movie itself was terrible, it got a cult following. Uh, me being one of the cult followers. But, but I but knowing the casting of the original Mario Brothers, I I understood it because you know they were plumbers. But I got a I got a quiz question for you guys. I got a trivia question for you guys. What is Mario's original occupation? That e I do not know. Do anybody in the geek corner know? 
What is Mario's original occupation? What is it? Was it brain, plumber? Brain surgeon? I don't know. <laughs> you know brain surgeon? He no good with that man. What? <sighs> <laughs> a brain surgeon. <laughs> a brain surgeon. Oh my God. So Mario was a carpenter. That was his original occupation. Okay. That was his original occupation. Because you know, before Super Mario Brothers, you know, there was Donkey Kong and Mario was there. And I think when they made the character originally, originally he was a carpenter before he was a plumber. Before they changed it to being a plumber. Okay. But I, again, I understand. I think that's why now, for the, also to the Geek Corner members and non-Geek Corner members out there in the movie wheel, Super Mario Brothers is on the movie wheel. Just, let, just FYI. It's there. Okay? It's there. And speaking of movie night, Back to the Future Part 3 is tomorrow. Alright? So uh, at 8 p.m. I will be posting that, and uh, we're gonna be diving into it. But yeah, I, I get what John what John Leguizamo is trying to say. I get it. I, I really do get it. So I think Super Mario Brothers Three is actually on Amazon Prime, if I'm not mistaken. It, it might, it might be there. I don't know. I might, I might watch that movie today. We'll see. We'll see. Now, now on <laughs> on our last bit. Of news for the day. Now, there's been a particular show that has been number one for the past two and a half or three weeks so far, and it and it's on Netflix, ranked number one. So, now according to Netflix co-CEO Ted Sarando says that the streamer's latest original Korean language series, Squid Game, may be their most successful show yet. Now, um, says that. The breakout South Korean thriller series Squid Game has potential to be the streamer's biggest hit of all time. And it hit earlier this month. Glowing praise from the critics and audiences. The series is directed by Wang Dong-hyuk um, and features an all-star cast, inclu- including Lee Jung-jae, New World, Gang-woo, Train to Busan, and Hyo Sung-tae, The Age of Shadows. Since the show's release less than two weeks ago, Squid Game has consistently remained the number one show in Netflix's top ten in the U.S. Today category. The show's premise is simple. 456 contestants face off in a series of children's games competing for the pot of 45.6 billion Korean, well, pretty much 38.7 million U.S. dollars. Now, the catch, in vain of survival movies like Battle Royale and Hungry Games, losing contestants are eliminated by death. The circumstances surrounding the game's origins and ultimate purpose are shrouded in mystery, with the only common thread linking the contestants being a shared financial struggle. Now, Sarandos recently sat down with Deadline to discuss Netflix's latest viewership numbers, while the co-CEO touched on a number of topics, such as the streamer's lack of viewership metrics and transparency, and a recent lawsuit filed against Disney by Scarlett Johansson. One of the more intriguing tidbits, Sarandos imparted was Squid Game's stellar performance on the platform. He claims Squid Game could be Netflix's biggest show, even if the early viewership results hold. Um, Now, uh, Squid Squid Game's meteoric rise in the U.S. is highly surprising for a number of reasons. The first being the lack of recognizable star power for a U.S.-based audience. Although Squid Game's cast is star-studded by South Korean standards, relatively few of its actors would be immediately recognizable in an American audience, perhaps apart from Gong Woo, though his limited role in the series amounts to little more than a cameo. Furthermore, the lack of a coordinated marketing push in comparison to streamers' more established franchises like Stranger Things and The Witcher 
shows that the buzz surrounding this show is carried entirely through word of mouth. Now, it says Netflix's success Squid Game is but one branch of the latest wave of Hollywood or Parmatu of the Korean words, Korean wave that describes the growing popularity of Korean culture overseas. With K-pop music frequently topping music charts and Bong Joon-ho's Parasite winning Best Picture at the Academy Awards in 2019, Netflix would be wise to continue to invest in original Korean language programming. What do you now? Have you seen Squid Game yet, Thanos? Rick? I have not, but I have heard about it. Um, people are raving about this. I didn't know it was it was the number one ranked show. I didn't know that, but yeah, I know people have been raving about it. Um, I saw like some some snippets or shots. I mean, it looks kind of weird to me. I don't know. I don't know if it's my type of thing, but maybe I should check it out. If it's ranked number one, maybe I should. I don't know. Yeah, for two weeks. And counting. I mean, every time I turn on Netflix, Squid Game is right, it's like plastered right in front of the screen. And also, ladies and gentlemen, in two days, Baki Hanma will be released on Netflix, just to let you know. And I will be doing, now for the month of November, uh, there's some other articles that's coming. And I can't wait for the October edition of Orange Phoenix Magazine. Um, we got a lot of stuff up in there. Cannot wait for that to be released, man. Um, I'm definitely going to be checking out Squid Game. And Ashley, there is there will be a review on Squid Game in the uh, October edition of Orange Phoenix Magazine. So you might want to check that out. All right. There's some other new Netflix stuff put out there. But I'm definitely going to check out Squid Game. Um, definitely going to be watching Superhuman Samurai. Um, I took a blast from the past as far as anime is concerned. Um, and it's a little bit of a hidden gem, and it's an OVA. Now, and that article will be in the October edition of Orange Phoenix Magazine as well, because uh, it's relatively short anime. Usually, the, the good ones are really short. So, cannot wait. So, speaking of magazines, we do have our website officially up. So, if you go to www.orangephoenixmedia.com, if you want the single issues of Orange Phoenix Magazine, all you have to do is go to that website and it's single issue only. There's no subscription needed. All you need and it's from the most recent issue all the way back to our first one. You feel me? So if you go to orangephoenixmedia.com, you click on the magazine section, you can purchase your digital magazine right there. All right. There's also an apparel section on orangephoenixmedia.com, which takes you straight to our apparel section. We just had a sale um, this week. But there's still some good items in there for a very good price. Sale or not, they are cheaper than most. Yeah, if not the cheapest items you can get. And they are quality items. I'm telling you right now, whether you can get it in a pillow, wall art, T-shirts, hoodies, onesies, laptop cases, phone cases, whatever design that you want, it's in there. So just check out the store um, and go from there. Now, if you want to subscribe to the magazine, all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash orange phoenix. All right. Now, that subscription is only $5 a month. And also, what we will be implementing in that $5 a month um, window is uh, exclusive shows, exclusive video shows like Comics Declassified. So we're talking about uh, comic book characters that's not even on the main uh, stream comics or TV. We're going to educate you guys on some of these comic book characters. We're going to give you careful research and some of the storylines they're known for. And we're going to dissect that. Myself and Thanos Rick and maybe a special guest or two and that will be in a visual thing. So, cannot wait for that. Do not forget to follow us at Orange Phoenix Media on Instagram. Orange Phoenix Tees on Instagram. And of, and of course, of course, 
we have our Facebook group page. If you go to type in Orange Phoenix Geek Corner on Facebook, ask to join the group. I'm telling you right now, man, uh, a lot of like-minded people. Very, very, very cool vibes in the group. We got movie night tomorrow with Back to the Future Part 3. And we also spinning the wheel for the month of October. As far as what are the next two movies, we're going to sit and chill and watch. All right? Thanos Rick, you got anything else for the listeners out there? Hey, Top Gun wants to know my take on the Wonder Twins. Hey, Top Gun, listen. I think the Wonder Twins are one of the greatest superheroes in comic book history. Fact. And if we ever get a Wonder Twins movie, it's going to be number one out the window, billions of revenue made. That's how strongly I feel about the Wonder Twins. Great, great superheroes. They don't get enough shine. They don't get enough shine. If, if, if they can give them the Aquaman treatment, because remember, Aquaman was the butt of all jokes. It wasn't the yes. Wonder Twins. It was Aquaman. It was but, Aquaman. Now, but now you got, you know, my man Jason Momoa doing the role. He, you know, he makes it's a cool character now. Right. Aquaman right. is now a cool character. So, hey, they can do it with the Wonder Twins, you know, but they have to do it right. They got to do it right. So, you know. You know how you put emphasis on doing it right? Hey, you Top Gun. I, Top Gun, I have no idea. I have, I have no idea, Top Gun. But I'm telling you, it's a hit. It is a hit. Billions made revenue. Because I know. You, that's Mark, how you put emphasis on doing it right, because you know they trash. Mark my words, Top Gun. Since you don't want to fucking listen. Top Gun, <laughs> mark my words. Wonder <laughs> Twins is a hit. It's a hit. <laughs> no, so. You've seen the Super Friends. You saw how useless they were. You saw it. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen it. Yeah. Hey, you saw how hey. useless Aquaman were in Super Friends. You've seen it, but now he now, now he's cool. Now forget Superman, forget Batman, forget the Flash, Wonder Woman. That's yeah, they cool, but they're not the Wonder Twins. Form of hand, shape of yeah. We gonna do turn to a bucket of water, make somebody slip on the floor because <laughs> you know it did. They did it so many uh, times. He, keep that same energy, <laughs> keep that same energy. But the movie's coming. The movie's coming, E. Mark my words. The Wonder Twins movie is coming. I'm crying. <laughs> and you will watch it. You will watch the movie. Because I have no choice, man. Because we, ch- mm-hmm. we cover all things geek, dude. You know that. <laughs> you know they're going to turn to a bucket of water in that movie. You know <laughs> at least one time. Hey, hey, Top Gun. Top Gun, great point. Black Vulcan, Starfire. Hey, great point. Great point. Yes, those, you know, that, 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 uh, Super Friends cartoon in the 70s was was a little, you know, whatever, but uh-huh, uh-huh. The, you know. all the all the heroes have potential. All of them. Right. All of them. So, mm-hmm. you know, E, go ahead and hate, but the movie's coming. You'll watch it. You'll love it. And then, you know, hey, hey, all will be right with the world. All will right in the world. Man, listen. <sighs> matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact. Bucket of water, man. Matter of, fact, twins. Matter, matter of fact, matter of fact, you will see a Wonder Twins teaser trailer at the Cowboys Super Bowl game. Boom. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to stack trash on top of other trash. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, so, so Jerry Jones is going to say, hey, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. Put the Wonder Twins teaser trailer up. That, that, that's what you're going to say? It's going to be It's going to be great. It's going to be the number one movie of all time. That, that that what you're saying to me? The biggest movie of all time, Thanos. Rick. That that what you're saying? Hater. 
You're a hater. Silent gives consent. You're a hater. Silent gives consent. You're a hater. Just just what? The movie's coming. Silence gives consent. The movie's coming. It's coming. It's coming. So yes, one of twins. Yes, Top Gun. That's my take on one of twins. Mark my words, it's coming. The best thing ever. Watch. Oh my gosh, man. Why? 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 Oh, okay. 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 Of fact, I, I do want I do want to win a twins fact, movie. I want to boost the gold movie too. Hey, hey, matter of fact, don't be surprised if you see some one of twin T's T public. You know what? Just for you, I'm gonna go look up some Wonder Twins. If I find and I'm gonna add it to the store. I'm gonna add it to the store. I'm gonna add it to the T Public store and see you can get it, man. You know, I hope there's a Wonder Twins movie. Uh man, hell, they might be a, a booster gold movie, man. People in hell want ice water. You know what? Give them that too. But um, there you have it. They 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 there you have it. They might I ain't gonna lie, they might be a Wonder Twins movie. Like, no joke. No joke. You're a, that is, what? You're a hater. You're a hater. You you hate. You hate. I'm not. Oh God, man. I say real shit. Right? I, should, I say I real call, shit. I should call your mom and ask where all this hate come from. It didn't come from her. I know it didn't come from her. Wow. <laughs> Why everybody want to just bring my moms into this, man? Everybody just want to just. just... Fact, I'm gonna call your mom and your brother. I'm like, look, where did he get this hate from? Where? Oh, oh, yes. He, <laughs> your, Brian can literally answer that question because it came from him. <laughs> he created this Dallas Cowboys hate. He did this. He did this. You thank him for this Cowboys hate because he was super obnoxious when I was a kid. Super obnoxious about those Cowboys. And that created my hatred. He planted that seed. All and right. now it's an oak tree. <laughs> All right. All right. There, there you have it. Now you know. All right. All right, Mr. Oak Tree. All right. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> the old tree of hate, <laughs> yeah. the old tree of cowboys hate. That's what it is. All right, all right. Cowboys Super Bowl 2022 on the way. One of the twins oh, teaser yeah. trailer on the way. Right. Whatever, man. This, I'm going to get me some tacos. I'm going after some tacos, man. You guys have an awesome day today. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time, like usual. Till next time, peace. Have a wonderful twin day. Peace.